Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. President Trump's debate performance, followed by his coronavirus diagnosis, appears to be digging an even deeper hole for him this week. Democrat Joe Biden now has a 12-point lead over the president in Rasmussen Reports Weekly Houseful. A White House Watch survey. That's an email from Rasmussen Reports. And joining me on the program, and uh, as I said earlier, I think he was on with us every week from January to November in 2016, is our good friend Fran Coombs, who's the managing uh, editor for Rasmussen, also former editor of the Washington Times. So, Fran, thank you for the time. And uh, how much of a development is that, that uh, Joe Biden has that particular lead now? And are you surprised at what happened? Right. Well, I think I think we have to regard it as significant, Roy. Uh, never we we had the race in 2016 between Hillary and Trump very close, going back and forth a few points. Never did Hillary have this kind of a lead. Uh, and as you know, we got it right. We were one of the three tracking polls that had showed how close the race was, and weren't surprised that Trump won. So this this is a significant development, and basically Trump's numbers have suffered basically since he named Amy Comey, Comey Barrett to the uh, court. Uh, he he was had good job approval, and then he dropped five or six points as soon as that happened. So if there is misfortune and it befalls Mr. Trump on the 3rd of November, if that happens, is he essentially the arch- architect of his own misfortunes then? I suspect so. I mean, I've, I've mentioned this survey on your program before. Uh, one thing that has struck us is that we've, and we've seen this finding in several surveys months apart, that just over half of likely voters say, they are voting against Trump, not for the other person. This is even before Biden was, was the nominee, uh, that their vote is against Trump, and it doesn't really matter who's running against him. And I don't see that the president has surmounted that yet. Is there time for him to you know, uh, change the landscape and create a winning environment for him? And I know, Fran, I'm going to be receiving emails saying, uh, as it happens every time, whenever we, anybody suggests that Donald Trump isn't going to win the election, that you guys are all in cahoots against him, uh, is there opportunity for Donald Trump to change the landscape in the United States? Oh, I think there's no question there is. I mean, this is, a, as, you, as you know, a very volatile situation. Uh, as I said, Trump was, last month, he, for 10 days straight, he ran in the low 50s. His job approval rating was in the low 50s, Roy. Then the Barrett, the, the SCOTUS thing comes, Supreme Court thing comes up. He names Barrett. Following Monday, his numbers have dropped from 51% to 46% approval, and it's Why? pretty much stayed there. So, the Supreme Court thing, I think, hurt him more than the debate thing or the COVID thing. Um, but can he bounce back? How does Barrett perform? Uh, what does mm. Biden? What does Biden and the Democrats do? Do we have more riots? Any of those things could have affect the numbers. Fran, I also saw some num- some other numbers at Rasmussen, and uh, prior to the vice presidential debate. of Americans said they would vote for Kamala Harris if she were running for president. 45% for Pence. Uh, What does that mean to the overall equation? Anything? No, I don't think it really means anything. Vice president, the vice presidential slot has always been somewhat of a joke in this country. Uh, And um, remember, unfortunately, because of timing, we, we, our final survey uh, responses came before the vice presidential debate. So we don't, and Harris did not acquit herself with honor in that debate. So I suspect uh, that Pence's numbers would be higher, hers would be lower if we took that same survey after the debate. We've been talking uh, quite a bit on this program recently, as recently as yesterday, and we will again today, 
And that is about the unrest in the United States. I wrote an editorial piece on it, and it's on globalnews.ca on Friday. And uh, the concerns about what might happen following the 3rd of November, uh, because there's going to be unhappiness regardless of who wins the presidency. But I go back to June the 15th and Erasmussen poll, and you and I talked about it at the time. 40% of Republican supporters told Rasmussen during the summer they expect a civil war within five years. Democrats, 28%. And 38% of those who are not committed to a particular party. What do we make of that? And how do you assess the mood in the United States and what might happen after the 3rd of November? Well, face it, half the country's going to be unhappy, very unhappy, no matter what happens, because Trump has very loyal supporters. Uh, Democrats, again, Trump is the issue. Uh, it's not like Biden has enormous support, but Trump has enormous opposition. Uh, I, I suspect that the Democrats, if they do win, uh, are going to find themselves uh, basically on an empty stage. I mean, Trump is a larger-than-life, uh, almost you know, once-in-a-generation type political figure. Uh, if he goes once, once he goes off the national and world stage, uh, I think the opposition is going to be wondering who let all the air out of the room. Hmm. Um, how long is it going to take, Fran? Let me ask you to put on your newspaper or media and newspaper editors hat again, media persons hat. How long is it going to take for us to know, for you to know, particularly in the United States? who your president is, because we're not expecting that to be the case on the 3rd, on the night of the 3rd of November. Well, I think Biden has to win probably by, I would say, five points. To be Short of that, he may actually end up losing in the Electoral College, because remember, there are more Democrats than Republicans. Remember that Hillary had more popular votes than Trump did, but he won in the Electoral College. Plus, all this mail-in voting, there's a lot of confusion. I know in my home state here of Maryland, there's a great deal of confusion among people on where we vote, how we vote. Um, so if you believe the stories running up to the election uh, and and knowing both sides are prepared for legal challenges, it may be days after the election before we know. Uh, it, may be, it may be cut and dry. Uh, if we have another very close election, I can't imagine that either side will accept the results. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't have an answer for that, but if you look at everything before the election, it suggests that it's going to be a while. A year like no other, at least not in my lifetime, probably not yours either. I, I think you'd agree with me on that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.